We're learning Chelek Yudzayin, the Sicha for Parsha Tzav, Sicha Beis on page number 50. The Gemara in Shabbos tells us that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up on the mountain and he went up to Shemayim to receive the Torah, the Malachim said, what's, what's, what's Moshe Rabbeinu doing here? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu told them he came to get the Torah. So the Malachim turned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and said, Chem Dagnuzo, we have a hidden treasure that was for so many generations hidden. Now you're going to give it to the people who live in the world. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu turned to Moshe Rabbeinu and said, give them an answer. Explain to them why the Torah should be given to you. So Moshe Rabbeinu turned to the Malachim and said, what does it say in the Torah? It says that the Yidin went to Mitzrayim and the Yidin went out of Mitzrayim. Did you, the Malachim, go to Mitzrayim? Did you go out of Mitzrayim? The Torah says, you should have kibbutz avayim. Do you, the Malachim, have a father and a mother? The Torah says, you shouldn't kill, you shouldn't steal. Moshe Rabbeinu turned to the Malachim and said, do you have a Yetzirah that you want to kill and steal? The Torah is not meant for you. And the Malachim conceded and they said, yes, the Torah belongs down by the people who live in the world. There's a story, another story in the Gemara and Shabbos on Daflam and Gimel that tells us that the, Rashi, we, the famous story of the Rashbi, that the Rashbi spent many, many, many years in the cave. And finally, one day, they heard a voice that said, who's going to tell the Rashbi and his son that the Xerah is over, they could come out. And it says they came out of the cave, and wherever they looked, they burnt. They couldn't understand people working. They were coming from such a spiritual, elevated place where there was full of ruchnias, and they saw people working in the field and doing mundane activities, and they heard a voice and said, did you come out of the cave to burn my world? Go back to the caves. They spent another year in the cave, and then after a year, it says, that Rebelezer, the son, wherever he looked, he made a problem, and then Rajbi would fix it. He would look there, and he would fix whatever Rebelezer, and, you know, they were, he was kind of, Rajbi was kind of in sync with the world. And then the Rajbi said, when he met the people, he said, is there anything that I could fix? Is there anything that I could help in the world? In our parsha, parsha Sav, we have a passage that says like this, Eish Tamid, a continuous fire, Tukad, Tukad ala Mizbeach, should be lit on the Mizbeach, Leisichba, that fire should not be extinguished. Now if you think about this, the passage is telling us, in the beginning of the first two words, and the last two words of the passage are telling us the exact same thing. Eish Tamid, that there should be a continuous fire should be lit on the Mizbeach, it shouldn't be extinguished, saying the exact same thing, and that's what's bothering Rashi. Now, if you think a little bit deeper, which one of these words actually tells you the point that the fire on the Mizbeach needs to be there 24 hours a day, every single second? The word is Leisichbe, because it says it should never be extinguished, meaning it should always be there. If you can't extinguish there, there can't be a moment without it. On the other hand, the word Eishtamid, Tumid could mean every single day. For example, the carbon tumid. It doesn't mean every single second. The carbon tumid was every single day of the year, but not every single moment of every single day of the year. So tumid, the word tumid means always, but always could mean once a day, twice a day, three times a day, whatever it is, but it doesn't mean every single second. And therefore, Rashi says a very interesting thing, that the words of the Pasuk, H Tumid, are actually telling us something completely different. What the Pasuk is telling us, H Tumid, Eish Tamid, the fire that's called Tamid, which is the fire of the Menaira, as it says, Lahalis Baner Tamid. So Eish, the fire that is called a Tamid, Tukad should be lit, Neal Amizbeach, from the Mizbeach. So the Eish Tamid, Tukad Amizbeach, is not talking about the Mizbeach, it's telling us that the fire of the Menaira should be lit from the fire of the Mizbeach. So every single day, when the Kayin would light the Menaira, where would he get the fire to light the Menaira? He would go to the Mizbeach, he'd go to the Mizbeach that was outside. 
and he'd go to the lit fire, the Leisichba that was never extinguished, he'd light it from there, and then he'd go back to the Menorah and light the Menorah from that, from that match that he took, or that coal, that whatever it was, that he took from the Mizbeach HaChitzim. And that's how you learn the Pasuk. So, it makes, uh, you know, to, we understand, because uh, it's very interesting that in the middle of the Mizbeach, talking about the Mizbeach, we have a din of Menorah, but we can understand it, because there's an extra word, H Tamid, the, the Pasuk is double, so the words H Tamid, Rashi explains, is not referring to the fire on the Mizbeach, that it should be always lit, but rather the fire of the Menorah, a din, that the fire of the Menorah should be lit from the fire of the Mizbeach. Okay, but the obvious question that one can ask is, why? Why does the fire of the Menorah need to be lit from the fire of the Mizbeach HaChitzayim? And in Avedas Hashem, the Rebbe gives us a, such a beautiful answer with such an important lesson for us. In the Beis HaMikdash, the Kalim that was in the Mishkan and the Beis HaMikdash, one can divide into two categories. There's Kalim that were inside, they were they were in the inner part of the Mishkan, the inner part of the base of Mikdash. For example, the Mizbeach HaPnimi, the inner Mizbeach, the Menorah, the Shulchan. And then you have a second category, the Kalim that were outside the Mishkan, the Mizbeach HaChitzen, the Mizbeach that was outside, was in the courtyard. So again, you have two categories. You have that which is in the Mishkan, and you have the Kalim that are out of the Mishkan. Now, what does this mean in Avedas Adam? In Avedas Adam, when we're building our own personal Mishkan Migdash, we're actually building our, our own personal Mishkan. What does it mean? It means there's an Avedah that we do with ourselves, the Avedah Bifnim, the Avedah that we do with ourselves, that we refine, we elevate ourselves and bring us closer to Hashem. And then there's the Avedah that we do with the Avedah we do with other people, how we elevate the world. And that's the two Avedas. Now, if we wanted to even talk about more specifically, the Menaira, which is one of the Avedas that we do within ourselves. What's the Menaira within a person? The Menaira within a person is a person who learns Taira. Menaira represents the Avedah of learning Taira. As we know, the Taira are. And what does it say? Lahalis near Tamid. That a person should learn Taira and should always be learning Taira. Lahalis near Tamid. The fire of the Menaira needs to be lit consistently. It needs to be lit the whole time. So a person who's learning Taira needs to try to reach a level of Taira should be their life and constantly be involved in learning Taira. And therefore, that can lead to a mis- that can lead to a person making the following assumption. If a person is a Yaishavayal, a person is a person who learns Taira, and he's striving to be Tairasayum Nasai, that as much as he could, he's learning Taira, and he's so involved in his Avaida Bifnim, in his Avaida with himself, he can say, I should be the one to go outside of myself and go inspire another kid. Maybe a business person who's not involved in learning Taira, they should do that. They're anyways outside in the world, but me, I'm, I'm, I'm so involved with myself. Comes the lesson from our Pasuk. Eish Tamid, where do we light the Menorah from? Me'ala Mizbeach, you light it from the Mizbeach that was outside. If you truly want to be a Menorah, meaning to say that you truly want to elevate and refine yourself through learning Torah, how can you do that when you ignite your own fire? The fire which ignites you and propellers you to learn Torah and causes you to learn Torah. Where are you lighting that fire? Where is your inspiration coming from? The Mizbeach HaChitzayim, from touching another Yid. When you, light the mizbe- when you light the fire of another Yid, then the fire of your Torah is ignited properly. And that's what this Pasuk is coming to tell us, 
that if a Yid wants to ensure that their Avaidah Bifnim, the Avaidah that they do themselves, especially concerning the Avaidah of Menorah, their learning Torah, is on the right track, it is only when you care and concern yourself with another Yid. Meaning to say that you light the fire of another Yid and you use that fire to inspire yourself. And that's exactly what our stories that we started off with are. When the Abishar turned to Maish Rabbeinu and asked him, why should we give the Torah to the Yidin that are living in this world? Maish Rabbeinu said, what's the point of Torah? The point of Torah is Lassi's Shalim Bailam to make peace in the world, is to go out of yourself. It's not to stay within yourself. The point is to go down to a place of a Yitzhar Hara, to go to Mitzrayim, Yitzhar Magvulam, to boundaries, and to accomplish something. The point is not to close yourself up in your own room and only make peace between yourself and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to only connect yourself and cleave individually to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. No, the terror is last is Shalim Ba'elam, to go down to a place of Yitzhahara, to go outside of yourself. And the same thing is Rashbi, after, after spending so many years in the, in the cave and being so involved in learning Torah, what's the first thing that he said? What can I do in the world? Because that's the tachos of Torah. The tachos of Torah is that a person should be so dedicated and connected to Torah, but it comes with the understanding that the idea of Torah is to go and make peace with the world and to elevate and refine the world around us. And through that, through doing our part, refining ourselves and our chilek in the world, may we ultimately merit the Geula Amitiz Thank you so much for listening.